Hello, everybody. Welcome to Opening Night Podcast. My name is Trevor, and I am joined here with Vlad Zhao. Hello. I am also joined by Zilliac, the one and only. Yo, yo, yo. What if this isn't a rap video? Fucking... It should be. <laughs> We're basically the Wu-Tang of podcasts. That'd be great. Right. Because you cut because that one time you cut your penis off and jumped off a bridge. I never did that. Stop stop perpetrating that lie. <laughs> Sorry. I like how you say that. Is it that's something a lot of people think you did? Like you there's, walk through. Like, well, here's the thing. No, it's like, every like, single week there's a new thing I get to add to my like my my Twitter character that you two fuckers come up with. That's because I want to make you a whole universe. You're gonna be the next World of Warcraft, <laughs> Trevor. Trevor World. Something <laughs> words. Cause like, I ran out of words to say. First, like, like I'm an innocent little flower who can't hear, who can't hear swear words. Then, like, also I don't know what sex is. Then all I drink is pickle, pickle juice shots. And also, like, I'm obsessed with baby geniuses too. And also, I'm a pizza delivery boy. I'm fucking sick of it. Wait, These to be fair, I don't have any here. evidence of you drinking anything other than pickled shots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, whatever. <laughs> Dump that circle jerk. Okay, so this week was SCCC. Only person who cared about that shit was Zilliax. So this is your Wait, 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 What? First of all, we watched Detention. That's our movie. That's later. Yeah, but we fucking should say what movie we watched so people can torrent it while they're listening to this great podcast. I mentioned that last week. Yeah, but you think they listened all the way through that? You're insane. It's also going to be the title of the fucking thing that they're listening to when they look at it on their phone. Wow, this podcast is ruined. (laughs) You're the one who who grinded to the halt. Whatever, fine. We're watching Detention, directed by Joseph Kahn. Go find it somehow. Anyway, Zilliac, SDCC, you're the only one who cares. Go. I don't really care. That's sad. I like some of it. And we don't like I like people. some. Wait, let's hear what Vlad has to say first, and then I'll go after him. No, wait, wait, wait. You have to lead it, because I forgot everything that happened. Because that isn't Mad Max or Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. See, all I'm going to remember is the superhero shit. You probably remember, like, some other stuff. Like, Legendary had some good stuff. I literally read nothing, so <laughs> you have to bring it up. Okay. So, uh, SDCC was an interesting mix of surprises and disappointment. Um, disappointing because literally nothing that anybody thought was going to be announced ended up being announced. Like anything with the from exception. Mar- well, from Marvel, yeah, but also from DC because fucking Shazam didn't get announced. Um, so- also, wait, isn't he um, Shazam? That's you know, I thought uh, I heard. I thought I heard some rumor that he's playing someone else, or is that the same as Shaz- Shazam, like Captain something? Yeah, uh, Captain Marvel is another name for Shazam, but they don't use it anymore because it associates them with Marvel, so it's now Shazam. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Keep going. Word. Um, So that didn't happen, but uh, we did get to see Wonder Woman, which we all pretty much expected, and it it was great. Um, I don't know what all we have to say about that other than it's good. I think it's good. I I hope Gal Gadot does great. Yeah, yeah it, seems, it seems pretty good. That's honestly my only interest in the movie. Well, actually, okay, I'm slightly interested in, in Batfleck, but otherwise, like, that's my main interest. Even what about Eisenberg? I don't care at all. Oh, um, I like Eisenberg. Yeah, I do too, but I just don't care about that at all. Um, 
Yeah, even though she'll, she'll probably be in the movie for like 10 minutes. But I hope she's good. She's She's yeah. got a sword. She's looking around in the rain on a volcano, probably. The costume's good. Yeah. Also, oh, yeah, that's another thing worth mentioning is that she's the only one with a promo image that's not just her looking sad. Yeah. Like fucking Batman and Superman with, like, their heads are down. It's black and white. It's raining. Wait, 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 wait. Hers kind of, like, it's not like, at, like, I wouldn't even say it's similar to, um... Superman's, he's not looking down. He's, like, looking straight ahead, kind of puzzled or something. <laughs> Batman's the only one who's doing a sad. Uh, she looks... She doesn't look, like, happy, either. She's not, like, on no, a mountain with saying... a thumbs up and smiling. No, but it looks like she's, actually, she's like, ready to fight. She's not just, like, standing somewhere in thought, you know? Yeah. Which is, you know, what they needed to fucking bring. So good on them for at least being that competent. Yeah, good thing that people are upset, too, so that's good. Oh, yeah, we're not even going to talk about any of that. It's the worst. Um, what else happened? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 got a release date. Nothing really talk about there. Um, did, is, am I the only person who gives a shit about uh, Skull Island? Because I'm really interested in that. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I, so I heard about this on Twitter, so it's King Kong, whatever. But is it, like, give me the details here. Is this related at all to the Peter Jackson 2005 one? No, they said it's not. Okay, and it, so it's not directed by him, or do we know a director? No, he's not associated. They don't, we don't know anything. They, the fucking movie came out of left field, and they said nothing, except that so it's we, coming out in two years. So we don't even know if it's going to be another uh, Andy Serkis uh, mocap uh, King Kong? Not as far as we know, not that far into production. No, nah, because I mean he's probably too busy with uh, with that other eight movie that they're turning into a franchise. So, oh yeah. So okay, that's he's interesting. Also doing Avengers, so yeah. So there you go. I'm. Wait, who's he in Avengers? I don't remember. He's just he's uh, he's in the credits, but we don't know. He's henchman number three. He's Jarvis. <laughs> I, I would hope he was Jarvis. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd be down for another King Kong movie. The last one, like, I kind of like the Peter Jackson one. It's fucking long, but there are good parts. Uh, I like Same. when the I like when Witch Lady bites a man's finger with a Snicker bar. That's good. Yeah. No, I actually like the Peter Jackson King Kong despite it's, its laws. Yeah. Um, Man, but really I mean, good game the... out of it too. What? Made a really good game out of it too. We don't talk about video games. Oh, here. sorry about that. Yeah, I was gonna say, why the hell are we talking about that game? <laughs> Jesus. Um, but no, it was kind of interesting only because uh, movies aren't usually announced like that. Like you know, with video games they are. Like with video games, it's like, uh, we're just gonna show like a trailer, and you know, you guys didn't expect this at all, did you? Movies are kind of a bit more professional about revealing themselves. Usually things don't just come out of left field like Skull Island, so it's it's interesting. It was probably the only big surprise at uh, SDCC. Um, and obviously we're gonna have to talk about that Mad Max trailer. Uh, it's so good. I, I can't stop watching it. So great. So great. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I like it. I'm not. I don't think I'm as hyped up for it as everyone else yet. Um, just, I mean, it's still far away, so I don't really have any reason to get oh, super hyped up for it yet. But, um, yeah, I mean, it looks cool visually, and, um, you know, Tom Hardy, he seems like a good fit for that role. I'm interested in hearing, uh, what Charlize Theron is doing. I don't know. I'm wondering what kind of character she's going to be playing. Um, and then, uh, 
Oh, what's his name? I can't remember the actor's name, but a uh, guy that's dating Jennifer Lawrence and also plays Beast <laughs> is in the movie as Skeleton Painted Up Man. So that's good. <laughs> All of that description was great. Yeah. Um, they also I mean, already... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. The idea of it being a constant chase... Sounds good, but that's super, super tricky. I'm wondering I'm wondering how they're going to handle that. And then also length and pacing is super important when you're doing that because you're just right. going to make the whole race boring if it's, you know, if it's like a two and a half hour movie of one chase and it's all, if the pacing is all messed up, it's just, uh, I don't know. But I, either way, that's a bold move. So I'm interested. Maybe uh, like, like when they say like one constant chase, maybe they mean like, as in like it's not going like constantly like, like the entire film, but like there's like, the entire film is about them being chased. So it's like Rat Race. Kind of. <laughs> is this the sequel to Rat Race? <laughs> this is the gritty reboot of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Yeah, which Rat Race is basically a reboot of anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I guess I'm not entirely sure why everyone is going so bonkers over it. Like, okay, yeah, the effects look cool and all that. But I don't know. What's, uh, yeah, it's good. I don't know. Well, first of all, I, I do like George Miller. Even like his weird stuff, like Babe and Happy Feet. Um, Tom Hardy is, is is pretty consistent, I would say, at being just. Do you think Happy Feet will make a cameo appearance? I hope so. I really do. I want. I oh, just like his like is, is like skeleton because it's a, the desert, you know. Just like yeah, that'd be good. yeah, and you know, Charlie sounds great. And like I, I really like Mad Max. And like I was talking about this last night on a Skype call, where like I really love how like. Mad Max is sort of like the, its closest equivalent, really, is actually Evil Dead. With like those way those like franchises go, where like first one is like is like a, a thing on its own, its own. Second one builds on it, you know, figures out what worked, worked didn't. Third one is fucking clown shoes, and then the fourth one is like a sort of like melding of all of them. Wait, um, there isn't a fourth Mad Max except for this, this new one. This new one, that's what I'm saying. That's what it looks like. Oh, okay, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my only – I guess the main thing that makes me more hesitant is um, the fact that it's PG-13, which I'm not freaking out over it. I know some people – like, I feel like everyone's either on the side of, wow, what a shit movie now. Oh, PG-13, this is terrible. Or um, it doesn't matter at all, PG-13. It didn't even I'm look kind PG-13 of, to me from that trailer. It looked pretty – Apparently, they're, they're aiming for PG-13. Obviously, I don't think it's been rated yet. It's too early. But – I hope it's R just because, yes, you could make a movie like that um, in a PG-13 type of way. I mean, you could do it. But what I like in Mad Max, and it's not just violence. I know that that's something that people like to play up uh, for Mad Max. But that nature, the nature of that universe is it is just totally ruthless. Like, people are terrible. Like, in the first two movies, there is, like, blatant just people being psychopaths. I mean, the main villain of the first movie is just absolutely insane. There's, like, rape. They kill a baby or something, which is great. Awesome. Love that. Um, <laughs> so, but I mean, taking that stuff out, because it's not like I'm, oh, yeah, rape, put that into the movie. But it just, oh, yeah, if we had this wasteland apocalypse and these are fucking crazy dudes living in the desert, riding on dirt bikes and being like, yeah, they would be, you know, just insane. Crazy stuff is going on. That is not a PG-13 universe. So 
they could do it, but it isn't really going to be exactly what I would be hoping for out of a new Mad Max movie. So I hope it's R, but I'm either way, I'm not like, oh no, that's terrible. I mean, Dark Knight is PG-13. Yeah, and the Dark Knight doesn't feel PG-13 to me, apart from like the fact there's no blood. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, what other news was there out of Comic-Con? I mean... Uh, there was a bunch of stuff about The Hobbit, but really, no, I don't care at I all. Mean, I mean, yeah, I, I like The Hobbit, but like, I haven't even watched the trailer yet. So, have you seen? Did you see the second one? Yeah, I enjoyed the second one. I enjoyed the first one too. So, did you see? Yeah, oh well, yeah, I forgot about that. Never mind. Z, did you see the second oh, one? Wait, wait, wait. I thought the second one was better than the first one, though. Z, did you see the second one? No, I hated the first one so much I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah I'm in the same camp. Um, okay, any other, any other news? I mean, Marvel didn't do shit apart from talk about Ant-Man, so. Oh, oh yeah, the, did the we get news? cinematic classic. Um, just confirmation of things we already knew. It's a high story, some character details. Yeah. Um, um we kind of forgot to bring this up when we were talking Wonder Woman. Did either of you see that leaked, like, Batman, Superman, whatever that little teaser was? I did. Yeah, I did. It was, it was, whatever. It was, I mean, I guess as someone who kind of reads the books, I read more, I get more, I, I got more out of it. Um, because it was interesting. They're clearly going for something that's very Frank Miller-esque, which is risky. Um, because uh, you can't fucking do Frank Miller Batman on screen. You just can't do it. We've tried it. It always sucks. Um, but apparently that's what Zack Snyder is going to go for. And it would meld well with the style of the writer, but I don't think it'll meld well with the directing of Zack Snyder. So we'll see. But it was a very interesting trailer. There was a lot to get out of it in very brief flashes. So wait, out of your brief little, you know, just comments right there, I, I have a question. So I've read, like, The Dark Knight Returns, for example. Yeah. What exactly, in a, if you had to sum it up very briefly, what is... Um, what is the Frank Miller style of Batman? And then maybe why wouldn't it translate to this type of movie? Uh, the Frank Miller style of Batman is very gruff, um, murderous to a certain extent. Um, just he's, he's like a fucking psycho. Like Frank Miller was the first person to do that, to acknowledge that, oh, you know, Batman could potentially be crazy. Um, and he gets all this like big ass like armor and stuff like that, and his hate for Clark Kent just like borders on like insanity. Um, he almost kills Clark, but doesn't like completely kill him, just basically scare the shit out of him. But then he goes and fucking kills Joker for some reason. Um, so that that's kind of the style of Frank Miller. It's it's you you were talking about Mad Max. It's kind of almost similar. Like uh, a lot of the aesthetics of the villains that Frank Miller created were actually ripped right out of Mad Max as well. Um, so it, it, we've every time that that style has tried to be adapted to film, it just it it's too unfamiliar to audiences. Most people seem to not like it, and most people don't know how to direct it. With the exception of Frank Miller himself, I guess, if he ever got a shot. Um, Wait, when has that ever come to film outside of the animated ones? Has it? Uh, it's been tested, and it always fucking uh, fails. There are like three or four Batman films that were put into pre-production, uh, tested, and nobody liked them, and they always got shit-canned. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as far as that teaser goes, I thought, I thought it was fairly interesting. I mean, I think... 
the quality was really bad, so I couldn't entirely tell what was going on. But um, Ben Affleck looked really good as Batman. Just he looked gigantic, which is well, yeah, he's got the the big armor on that uh, that Batman has in Dark Knight Returns. Plus, he has both up, so yeah. Well, and then you also have to keep in mind he's a lot taller than even like a Christian Bale. He's like four inches taller than Christian Bale. He's, like he's he, a dude. yeah, he's like six four or something like that. He's not, my, he's not this tall as me, but you know. Wait, so are you going to play Batman? I hope so. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be the worst Batman movie ever, but I'd do it. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, okay, so, and then my other question is just, um, oh, oh yeah, uh, uh, Henry Cavill still looks pretty good as Superman. I don't hate Man of Steel, it's fine. It's They have, they got some stuff right, and now that this isn't like an origin, maybe some cool stuff will happen. Because he's, he's decent as Superman. Um, my only question is, so obviously there was like the part where Superman's uh, eyes glowed red or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then Batman's were white. What is that? What am I supposed probably to get from that? Probably like a, like a night vision or something. See, because I Again, was wondering. it's the big suit from the Miller comic books. He has like a little some eye things that they glow whenever he goes into like combat mode. Seems like a bad okay. design feature, to be honest. So well, it sounds yeah. it sounds almost similar to what they did in the Dark Knight when he's like going through that building. Kind of, yeah. Except it without the big like connection to you know that system and all the phones and whatever. In in the books, it like helps him see in the dark supposedly, and also it gives him like a heads up display. But coincidentally, he does end up using that suit to shut down all the power in the city, like with a little gadget thing in his arm, kind of similar to Dark Knight. Just so that uh, he and Clark could fight in the dark to give yeah. him, like, an advantage. Makes sense. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't Superman just, like, laser-eye him and cut him in half? Yeah, like, any day of the week. <laughs> but, like, you what? know, because, you know, like, in that, isn't, like, written in, like, Superman's character, like, every fucking superhero? Like, I don't kill people. Ah. Yeah, that's, like, DC's the ones who uh, started that, yeah. Like it makes sense with Batman because like it's it's that he always like literally built into his character, but like it's like, come on, dude. I liked Batman better when he ran around with a gun. Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, okay, let's. I guess let's. You know, there's not a whole lot to talk about out of that. What other Comic Con stuff is there? Anything? Uh. Horns, but I think I'm the only one who cares about that. Yeah. See, I, 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 I'm t- I messaged you on Twitter, and I was surprised that you're interested in this. I didn't watch the trailer. I just, yeah, sell me on this. It what is the cool. appeal of horns? I don't. He just saw Daniel Radcliffe with horns, and I. Yeah. Uh, well, this... at least the trailer is really good, and I like the premise. Is this like dark? Is this? It's like a comedy, like a like a dark. It's comedy. like a dark comedy. It's right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a dark comedy. Um, it basically it's about uh, Daniel Radcliffe is dating Juno Temple at the beginning of the movie, and then uh, he uh, gets really drunk one night, falls asleep, wakes up, finds out, finds out that uh, she's been raped and killed, and the, everybody thinks that he did it, and uh, he's trying his best to defend himself, and then he starts growing these horns outside of his forehead, and. <laughs> And uh, and basically what happens is as he grows the horns, he can start hearing people's sort of like uh, sinful thoughts. And, and he notices that people start acting a lot more insane when they're around him. Uh, and, then he, and then it looks like the film or the trailer implies that he ends up sort of using that to his advantage to make people do things for him. Um, 
Like, there's a bit where, like, um, there's, like, some, like, reporters hounding him. And he's like, uh, I'll, I'll give an exclusive interview to you to whoever wins a fight between you two. And they start beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking good. At least yeah. the trailer was good. I hope the movie's good. That sounds really interesting. Oh. I don't really know the director, but I hear... I hear he's good, so okay, that's uh, interesting. Radcliffe is, Radcliffe is desperately trying to, to pull off an American accent, and it's, and it's not. Oh yeah, that is the biggest downside. He can't do an American accent. Like he's trying so hard, and it's like, like it kind of like like you can you can hear like oh yeah he's trying for that, but like there's bits where like he gets like really exasperated in that trailer, and you can totally hear the Brit in him. Yeah, that doesn't usually bother me that much. But, yeah, it's, um, it's just it's just funny, and you know, it's yeah, just, it was just funny. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Any other news in general? Or? I don't have any SEC news, but I do have some random sort of other shit. Okay. Okay. So uh, first of all, um, Dalton has been in the news. Um, people have been like getting pissed off about Black Jesus, and at the same time, they also announced that uh, that Mike Tyson mystery show. Yeah. See, I, I mean, the Black Jesus thing, I kind of care about. I don't know how much I want to say on it, other than you know, I think it's fucking stupid. Um, I, I, th- I just don't give a shit about that Mike Tyson show. I just don't care. Oh, okay. I don't Sorry. know, honestly, what either of these things are. Okay, so Black Jesus is a show by Aaron McGruder. Um, it's a, the guy who did Boondocks and all that sort of stuff. And it's about, um, what if, like, Jesus, uh, came back in, like, the ghetto. But what if it's not actually Jesus? What if it's like, just some crazy dude? It's a, it's a, it's a funny show, look, just conceptually. And because it's about Black Jesus in the hood... People are pissed because oh, religion. So another podcast thing. White, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a... literally a lot from the trailer. Yeah, um, and million moms are pissed because they always do. Fuck them. They should um they should do a crossover of Black Jesus and Moral Oral. That'd be great. Oh God. I would be into that. That'd be <laughs> awesome. That oh that would be the best. Yeah. Uh, the other the other thing is um it's it's kind of like sort of like a a return to like old school Adult Swim where like they're going back to like their like high concept like cartoon yeah. based programming with Mike Tyson's Mysteries where it's about Mike Tyson solving mysteries in animated form. Oh it's, wow, it's animated. Yeah, it's animated. It's like like in the like the the Harvey Birdman style. Oh, this sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah. It sounds like Scooby-Doo, but just starring That's a psychopath. What it, is. That's, it, it looks like Scooby-Doo. You know, it's like intentionally bad animation and whatever. Okay, I might like that. I... Yeah, it, it's kind of also sort of like, sort of like, a, like a satire of like these celebrity cartoon back in like the 80s with like, you know, like Hogan's. Yeah, like Chuck Norris, Mr. T, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Z doesn't care for the footage, but I thought it looked pretty pretty interesting so and plus i just i just really like that old school adult swim like you know harvey birdman you know space ghost whatever hmm. okay that's cool yeah uh other than that, there's not too that not too much that got, that got announced you know just whatever uh oh yeah and, and uh lucy kicked uh rock's ass so that's good yeah that's really good good for good for them yeah see that still blows my mind just because so the, what's kind of interesting is they kind of, at least last time I checked, I guess that was maybe like two days ago, the reviews were pretty identical. They were both floating around like 60s or something. Um, and which, so for the for uh, Hercules, that blew my mind. Like a Brett Ratner movie that looks super generic, just called Hercules. About, but I mean, Stars of the Rock, so that's pretty good. Uh, I was shocked that that got like positive reviews. And then Lucy was, you know, identical. I can't believe that Lucy did that much better than Hercules. I don't, 
I, and the fact that it's rated R and Hercules is PG-13, like, I kind of can't grasp it. Now, like, obviously, to me, Lucy looks better. I haven't had a chance to go out and see it yet, but Lucy just looks better. Uh, probably not going to see Hercules. Um, but I'm just shocked, especially since it didn't just, like, edge out Hercules. Like, it... Yeah, it, it blew it, it away. It got 19 million on them. Um, I, you know, I have some theories as to why it, you know, did significantly better. Um, for one... Um, I think people are starting to get tired of, of like you know like historical like action movies and shit like that because you know they keep fucking coming out and although there are some good ones like I like Noah a lot but I think you know people are just like fucking end it. Meanwhile we have you know ScarJo who's like on a roll with Under the Skin and whatever and Avengers and she's like oh yeah like I'm I'm like you know like fucking like I'm I'm as, I'm, I'm ascending to like a higher plane of existence and also I kick ass like why wouldn't you want to watch that you know. You know, I think what's interesting is I don't I'm I'm not even sure it has anything to do with Hercules itself. Like obviously most people don't know that it's directed by Brett Ratner, who most people don't like. Uh, I think most people like The Rock. And yeah, it looks a little generic. There have been a few movies like similar to it in the I mean, past, it's, it's you know. It's the second Hercules movie of the year, so Right. And then there's also been two there's been that uh I Frankenstein and now there's that uh what is it, Dracula something, Reborn. And it looks the same as those other ones, just yeah. not good. Um I think it just kind of has to do more with, like, a perfect storm of situations. So Lucy's premise, I know it turned off a lot of people, even though they probably went and saw it anyways. Um, it's, like, it's very easy to understand, and it kind of has a hook. Like, that trailer is like, oh, what happens when she gets to 100%? I don't even know. And, uh, and um, so, that, so that kind of is interesting. But then there are some other things. So just the fact that Scarlett Johansson kind of has an interesting appeal in that she appeals to obviously females. A lot of women think she's just awesome because she's pretty awesome. But then also a lot of men, even, you know, I'm sure some men are just like, oh, wow, she's hot, whatever, and they like her. But also since she's done a lot of other movies, so she's done Under the Skin, you know, she kind of grabs some of that art house crowd. Or she's done Avengers, she kind of just grabs some of the regular um, action movie crowd. And then it's directed by Luke Besson, which that's a little deeper in, but if anyone kind of looks at that, you know, he also did like Fifth Element or Taken, which is, you know, a big movie that people like. It just seems like kind of the perfect little storm of all these things stacked together that made it do awesome. Plus, uh, and that's Hercules had some, bad, had some bad press last week, which we talked about. What um, was the bad press? Oh, we didn't talk about this? Uh, so, uh, what's his face? Um, Alan Moore came out and said, don't watch this fucking movie because... Uh, you know, they're not giving any... Oh, any... that... Yeah, no one cares about that. I'm just saying, I it's, mean, it's bad press either way. Right, but regular people don't give a shit who Alan Moore is, and nerds are gonna go see what they want to see anyways. Sure. Um, not, but then again, I don't think any, like, comic nerds or whatever were, like, clamoring for Hercules anyway, so... No one wanted this fucking movie. I, I mean, I like The Rock. That's basically it. If The Rock wasn't in it, and it was, like... I don't know. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be down. So just because The Rock is in it, I'm like, oh, maybe I'd see it. He's good. If Marky Mark in it, I would watch that movie. That's depressing. I really. But yeah, that, that's cool. I, I want to see Lucy. Lucy looks good, and um, and uh, you know, I'm ha I'm happy it did well. So I don't know. I, I it's at least different. It is not just. You know, oh Hercules, oh some buff guy, and oh these. You know, it's it seems very different. There is not something that identical. It seems like a weird Euro trash type 
art house but actiony and just like it's a very interesting blend so yeah. i don't know it's cool it, it's it's the it's it's like um scott weinberg was talking about this earlier today he's talking about like it's like so like there were like two like completely opposite movies you know like one was unique one was gender one started female one started male one was like a comic book movie one was original just like you know a nice like, sort of like combating of things and it was just nice to see the movie that we like to see win win but yeah sure. Yeah, that's cool. I guess that's in. <clears throat> since we were just talking about Lucy, we might as well transition. Uh, I know Z saw Lucy, so any you know want to talk oh, about that? Man, we're not gonna talk about Deadpool. Okay. Oh yeah, I uh, Deadpool. I mean, there, nobody has anything to say on it but me. I just want to do a little PSA. So, um, the Deadpool test footage that was filmed about two years ago by Blur Studios, who we all love. Um, yeah ended up leaking over the weekend. Not the full thing, but, like, the first, like, two or three minutes. And um, a lot of people have been watching it and getting super excited about it. It's because Fox is super shitty at taking things down, so it's pretty easy to find. Um, everybody keeps saying, oh, man, we're getting Deadpool. Stop fucking saying that. It doesn't mean we're getting Deadpool. I mean, first off, Deadpool has never been officially canceled and does still technically have a script and director attached to it. But it's definitely, like on the table while other things that Fox deems are more important are being made. Stop fucking saying it's getting made. It's not fucking getting made. You're getting my hopes up. Well, uh, I have a question though. Yeah. Do you think that maybe um, saying like, like you think like the excitement surrounding it is like a nice like message to the box. Like, Hey, we like what we like what we see here. Fucking make this fucking movie. I don't think Fox gives a shit. Maybe. I do. I do oh. genuinely believe, and I'm one of the few people who believe that we will get a Deadpool movie within the next like three or four years. It's gonna fucking happen. But this is like the chances of us getting one do have not increased just because two to three minutes of some test footage came out and a couple nerds saw it and we're super excited about it. Like it's not <laughs> like sh- get the fuck over it. And, like, because every time someone says, oh, man, because I'm waiting for an official response from Fox if it happens. And every time someone says, it's happening, we're getting it, I'm like, holy shit, did I miss some news? No. It's, people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So please stop saying that. Oh, so you're making me really sad. So you just mad people getting your hopes up. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, stop. Well, also, just because it's not true. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Like, this is not like an SDCC trailer that ended up leaking. This is test footage from two years ago. Admittedly good test footage. They even fucking got Ryan Reynolds, but still. Like, it's not It's not like an official thing. This is a two-year-old thing, and Fox just sits on it. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and that is part of it, too, because I fucking hate seeing people on Twitter get my fucking hopes up about nothing, because they don't know what they're talking about. Sounds Calm good. down. I... It'll all be okay. We'll get our movie. Just chill out. Okay. Anyways, Lucy, talk about that shit. Oh, yeah, that's another thing that was good that happened this weekend. Um, so, Lucy, I – when this movie was announced, like, Jesus, like a year, year and a half ago, um, I've been looking forward to it ever since then just because of the premise that it saw was really interesting, which they specifically used in the press release the word superhero, which was what grabbed my attention because it's not a comic book adaptation superhero. And I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, it's like Luke, Bess- Luke Besson, like, you know, I- a couple things he's done. I fucking hate Fifth Element, but that's beside the fact. Um, and it's not a fucking superhero movie, and it's not um, like the whole 
the way the film is being framed in marketing is like, you know, oh, you know, we tap into the other end of our brain and like she becomes this like superhero badass like kind of character. It's a little bit more than that. It's more of a story of transcendence than of her like being a badass. I mean, she is a badass, but that's not the point. And it does a really good job of explaining that to you without being like condescending about it. Like there's a lot of interesting philosophy in the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is really good. It is, it's really good offset to the schlocky stuff because there's also a lot of schlock in it as well. But the philosophy of the film is so interesting. It kind of keeps you engaged and keeps you taking things seriously. So the balance on it is really nice. It does a really nice little balancing act where at least I know I would keep going like, oh, this is, you know, this is getting kind of stupid and kind of schlocky. And, like these one-liners are really bad. And then like it pulls over to the other side and like Lucy will have like a monologue and it'll be really fucking good. Um, it almost feels like the action is a delivery service for the philosophy instead of sort of the other way around. Which is an interesting shift. Um, it was it was really fucking good. Like I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would, and I was looking forward to it for like a year. So uh, hmm. I highly recommend it. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. So um, this, uh, it only just occurred to me now, but like, um, it's it, I don't know. It's maybe not a question. It's more like a statement. It's it's nice to see that there's a like a a good movie that's positive about like sort of like science and all that shit come out. When like just a couple months ago, another movie about transcending you know human form or whatever came out, it was very anti-science and also a very bad movie, which was Transcendence. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I'm just I'm just glad to see this movie succeed and where that movie failed. Is this movie even pro, like pro-science, like you said? It's it. That's a, yeah. That's why. That's uh, what it, I, it's, well, okay, I wouldn't say it's pro-science. I would say it's pro-knowledge. That, that's why I meant, yeah, rather. It's more, yeah. It's, it's pro, like, like I heard someone say, like, like um, the problem with, like, humanity or whatever is, like, is, is like, ignorance. That's, I think that's the way someone describes it. Yeah, that's it. kind of a big overarching theme. And the, the way they, because they specifically say something to that effect at the very end, which sounds awful on paper, like, oh, God, just be a little bit more subtle and shut the fuck up but the like problem no, with she... society is ignorance that's <laughs> yes. why she got hopped up on drugs <laughs> <laughs> no like um like the actual like last line of the film when they just tell you what the fucking movie's about is great <laughs> it's delivered so fucking well and it's delivered after like a good 10-15 minutes of just like pure beauty shots like no dialogue no nothing we're just like seeing all this crazy big universe concept kind of stuff and then it just like snaps and she delivers this really quick little line and then the movie's over and it was perfect it was really fucking good um also scar is casted perfectly in this movie like so her performance is definitely what makes the film so see i'm interested i don't really want to get into it too much but i'm just interested in seeing on what uh what side of the fence i fall on just because i've heard that it kind of goes downhill as the movie goes on um for specific reasons but um yeah i'm interested i want to see it i might see it this week so we we can talk later i'm sure yeah um uh did you i don't i didn't see anything did you trevor nope i didn't uh, i've been busy with other stuff okay so yeah i mean like yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> did we want to do... Uh, Z, did you happen to have a pick, a movie pick or whatever? I did. I have a Netflix movie of the week. It's not technically a movie, uh, though. Huh? It's not technically a movie, though. 
thought you were talking about. I thought you were gonna uh, pitch Deadpool. What? Nothing. Never what? mind. No, 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 no. You're you're a madman. Just uh, sit down. Okay, you're a loose well, cannon. You hinted at that earlier. That's why I thought what you were doing. When? I don't know. Shut up. Go. <laughs> too wow. much. I know this kid over here. He's he's hitting that watermelon Kool Aid too hard. Too hard. It's <laughs> really good. <laughs> um. No, yeah, so this weekend I saw, which is a movie that apparently a few other people I know knew about, but I had no idea. I jumped in totally blind. Uh, Europa Report, which came out last year. Um, oh, I just, okay. I, yeah, I found it on Netflix. I was just, like, skimming through the sci-fi section, and uh, and I saw it was just... It's, the premise of the movie is that we send off uh, the first human team to ever go past the moon. They're going to uh, Europa, one of Jupiter's moons. And uh, it's framed in like a, like a combination of like a documentary and just like a typical narrative. And, uh, and there's, something, there's something about this specific moon that is just fucking with people's heads and like nobody knows what's going on and people just like start dying, like just dropping. And it's really fucking good. It's very nice and slowly paced, almost like um, Alien. To a certain extent, it actually has a lot of, obviously, because it's a fucking sci-fi movie, but it has a lot of parallels with Alien in terms of pacing um, and in terms of, like, you know, discovering the unknown and then, like, like shit goes fucked. Um, it's like the better Prometheus, and it's really Whoa, fucking... better than Prometheus. And, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, I like Prometheus more just because I'm more attached to it because I love Alien so much. But if if you were to ask me which movie is, I would think is technically better, I'd probably say Europa Report. Also, opposite of Prometheus, the because one of Prometheus' biggest failings is the ending is not very satisfying at all. Oh, Europa I like Report, that I like it, but I think that it, it's it's not as satisfying as it could be. Europa Report is kind of the opposite. Like, it's the fucking satisfying thing I've ever seen. Like, it's amazing. (laughs) Like, at first, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a good movie. And then the fucking ending hits. And I was like, whoa. Like, I I wasn't expecting... Because there's, like, a slow build reveal, but you never know if they're going to reveal it or not. And then they fucking do, and it's great. Um, Which I'm a big fan of whenever they do it right. So, yeah, I highly recommend... If you like sci-fi exploration, nice and slow-paced, good characters you can spend a lot of time with, and I'm a big fan of of a documentary framed storytelling. Um, fucking watch it; it's great. It's on Netflix. It's like an hour and a half. Cool. Yeah. Huh. Well, I can't wait for uh, Europa Report Two then. <laughs> Europa harder. Yeah. Still European. <laughs> uh, did we have any questions? <laughs> no. Fuck okay me. then. Because you guys are terrible. You guys don't ask anything. That's fine. We can yeah. just go to the movie. Not then. even Laura V. What the fuck is wrong? We can just go to the movie. Well, no, we, do you have any DVD thing you want to talk about? No? Nope. That's okay. what oh, he hates DVDs. Okay, fine. I hate him. Okay, okay, cool. So, <clears throat> okay, so I guess we might as well talk about the movie this week. So this week, we watched uh, Detention, directed by Joseph Kahn. And if you don't know what the movie Detention? is... Detention? Detention. God damn it. Oh, I guess I watched the wrong movie. You, goddamn it! <laughs> Good joke. Anyway, um, so uh, this movie, in case you haven't seen it or whatever, which you should have, um, it's directed by Joseph Kahn. It's sort of like, I guess, the best way to describe it. It's like 
it's like you know take like breakfast club and like each character in the movie is living their own separate version of like a like a high school movie it's a it's a you know it's like a slasher film but also not and it's it's weird it's like a deconstruction of like high school movies or whatever anyway so that's the movie uh what do you guys think of it that was such an elegant intro yeah vlad you go first uh i thought it was all right um I, I liked the first uh, 20 minutes or so um, a lot. Um, I thought, it, you know, I, it was entertaining at first seeing kind of how they would break it down. And I thought that opening scene was just kind of funny. The whole, um, I don't know, like just seeing that teenage girl get murdered and it was all really weird. But I thought it got really kind of dry towards the middle. Um, it, it really just, I don't know. And the whole joke basically... Uh, of it, you know, like everyone kind of being a trope and they keep saying these tropey type things and they acknowledge it. Like it's not, you know, it's totally intentional. It's very obvious. But the fact that it's an hour and a half long movie, and I'm so glad it was only an hour and a half long, it, it just got really kind of tired for me after a while. Though I will say it picked up at the end, but I'm not sure if it was just because I like Fields of Gold and also Umbop. Um, it's a good song. It was It was good. Um, you know, I feel like they, they kept stuffing all these things into it to try to make it seem like, oh, wow, this is so wacky. We're doing all these things that, you know, and then we're acknowledging it. But it just, you know, like if you if you use a trope and then you acknowledge it that you're still using the trope, it it was cool and it was a cool idea. But for a whole movie, it didn't exactly pan out. It, it wasn't bad. I thought the editing was really cool and the visuals were all um, done pretty well. But for the most part... I wouldn't say I loved it. I didn't dislike it. I would. It was decent. I would say check it out. Okay. Uh, Z. Uh, the word that I keep coming up with when I'm trying to think of a way to describe how I feel about it is I think, I think it was cute. Um, I agree that it did stretch on for a while, and I also agree that, um, I, or at least I think what Vlad's sort of getting at about using the tropes and acknowledging that they're using them is that they use them, acknowledge they're using them, but then don't really have a, a purpose to, towards the, that whole like self-awareness, or at least it's not, it doesn't seem like it's like it's trying to say anything. Right. Um, it's, it's not like a, a Scott Pilgrim where Scott Pilgrim kind of does that with like video gamey stuff, but Scott Pilgrim is its own thing. This movie isn't really its own thing. It's just tropes. And the other thing is, um, that it doesn't really kind of pick what lane it wants to go into. It's not really a slasher movie. Like it's, I, it's very loosely a slasher movie. Yeah, very. And it's loosely. not really a comedy. It's just kind of like, hey, every once in a while we're gonna say we're doing something that's generic, and that's the joke. And then, you know, like they kind of do the Scott Pilgrim talky fast kind of thing. It's yeah. it's in a weird spot, but I don't know. Keep going. Yeah, um, I would say I, uh, overall I liked it. I wouldn't be uh, against rewatching it. It's not like so bad. I'm just like, oh, I'll never watch that again. I don't know. I don't know if I'll remember I watched it unless someone ever brings it up again. Um, but it was like, again, it was fine. It was kind of like candy. Like it was like it was sweet and it was it was like good in the moment, but it wasn't like satisfying or anything. It's not like a meal. Um, but. Um, it was good. It, the, the movies I kept going back to were Scott Pilgrim, like Vlad mentioned, and also uh, Pleasantville, 
where Pleasantville, um, much like this movie, takes place in, like, you know, Pleasantville is, like, uh, 50s TV, the world, and this movie is, like, you know, high school movies, the world. Um, but again, unlike, you know, unlike Pleasantville, there wasn't really a point, it seemed, which was what kept bothering me and kept sort of making me drop in and out of the movie. Um, yeah. But it, again, it was fine. Like, it was good. Um, like, I would I would probably recommend it as well if, if I remember, like, remember I watched it. No offense. That's interesting. <laughs> um, like, uh, a lot of your points, actually, I completely disagree with, to be honest. Um, I, I felt the movie... Really? Uh, yeah, I felt like the movie moves along in a really nice clip. Um, and, you know, like, I, I agree. There is no kind of no point to it. But I, I still really enjoyed watching it. So I, clearly I, I love the movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, I, I, I just really like, first of all, uh, you know, if yeah, I've read a lot about the movie a little bit. Um, and it's clear that like, Joseph Kahn's intention was to sort of like, one of the things with a lot of like high school teen movies is like, um, you know, John Hughes and all the other people in the 80s like made a really good version of that for the 80s. And then, Everyone else is just making that same style of movie, that same like like you know, you know that same style of movie over and over and over again. And he what he wanted to do is sort of like update it and like for like the current crowd. And I think it worked because like, you know, for like my age group and like you you know you guys like early twenties whatever, but like you know like the people who like just I think like this is really for the people who were like in high school at the time when the movie was shot because it feels like perfect for this day and age for like my age. I don't know. It it seems a little too too like on that point. I mean, it totally just seems. I can't imagine someone who isn't like you know at least younger, like twenties or below. Even you know, I couldn't imagine anyone like, oh, I'm forty years old and I'm gonna watch Detention. I do not know how yeah. you would like this movie at all. Yeah, I um, and I'm also gonna give a bit of a counterpoint. I question. I question again. I I don't. I I think that's an interesting idea and concept. Are Are you telling me that like that's something you discovered while reading about the movie? No, I mean like I I kind of like, I knew like a little bit about that when I went to it, but as I was watching it, it's it sort of like sprung up on, on its own. Like I feel like wow, this feels like perfect for like you know like the internet age teen. You know, with like like you know it, it's a it's a referencing movie, yeah. But like that's kind of like how like it is now for teenagers, you know, like Wikipedia is a click away. So, you know, it's not hard to know about things that are beyond your even scope of age. You know, that doesn't sound, I mean, that to me, that doesn't that just, sound like something the movie was doing. I mean, that doesn't, oh, wait, wait, that doesn't even sound like really any kind of defense of the movie. It's, you are saying that the the movie is scattershot because people your age are scattershot. Like in, as far as information goes, I mean, I don't know. There are other high school movies. I mean, you could even take... I guess it's not really a high school movie, but even, you know, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. That is very much so of the now. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not It's not exclusive to, you know, oh, I'm 20 years old, I can watch Scott Pilgrim. It's right. like I can... And, and Scott Pilgrim is its own thing, whereas yeah. this... I, my question is, do you honestly think that this movie is its own specific thing? Because to me, it is just built up of the tropes that other th- like other movies have made. Maybe I don't know. Like I, I feel like maybe if I if I didn't you know like if, if like you know like, if I didn't know like you know what each character's like sort of like film genres is like based off of or whatever. If I didn't know that stuff, I feel like maybe I wouldn't appreciate the movie as much as I did. So yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe like there is like some sort of like 
like you could watch Scott Pilgrim with basically no prior knowledge. You're right. But that's what I did. You know, like I watched this movie and I guess I was the perfect audience for it because I, I dug I dug it a lot. So I don't know. And it, yeah, and I'm, I will say again, like I didn't hate hate the movie. Um, it just felt kind of pointless and it kept kind of pulling me out of the movie for that reason. Like, uh, like the characters were fine. Um, but I didn't feel, I guess any kind of investment. I, I think that's the word I'm looking for. I didn't feel invested in anything that was happening. I was just kind of witnessing it. Well, see, see, to me, because I, I, I don't know. It's actually kind of hard to tell where you stand, Z, just because before you said, oh, you liked it. Now you say, oh, I didn't hate, hate it. Yeah, I, I'm not, no, like, if, I'm... if you had to give it, uh, like, just so I can understand where you're standing at, if you had to give it, like, a score out of 10, what would you say? Oh god, I hate these. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out where exactly you stand because I don't hate hate it and I liked it are two different things. I understand that. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm shitty with my word selection sometimes. Uh, But if you're gonna make me give it a numerical score, um, like a six. Okay. Okay. That that's exactly where I would stand. Okay. Um, See, to me, it felt very much so like one of those kind of high concept like Disney movies or sitcom type movies. It reminded me of just, I don't know, in the whole kind of presentation, it would it was it very it seemed like a sitcom to me. The only thing that um, you know, obviously stood out is like, oh, the swearing or like the nudity or whatever. Which there's or gore. Um but I don't know. It just I don't I, there nothing felt immediate to me. Like I didn't feel ever like, oh I need to know what happens next. Um, I'm really curious, how is this going to play out? It was always just kind of like floating through the situations. And then, obviously, I wasn't really attached to any of these people because they were just tropes. It wasn't like they were were characters using tropes. It was they were just tropes. Um, so, I don't know. That's what's just kind of tough for me. Because um, I do think there are some cool aspects of it. And I, I do want to keep in mind that it, I mean, it's like low-budget and, it, was, uh, it was it was ten million. Something. Okay, never mind. It's not low budget. I need to be mean. No, no, no. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It was ten million, but it was self funded. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the visuals. I'll say the visuals are cool, but even the visuals for me, they started to just kind of be a little bit too much. It was, you know, if I had to compare them, I would say, oh, something like Edgar Wright, where you know he does these. Um, transitions where like oh he passes by a tree and then you know he edits there or something yeah. and it all seems very smooth and streamlined and the movie kind of does something similar like the the camera like snaps to different areas a lot and it's very quick in different moments and it almost seems like a comic book in the way that it flows which is interesting well, but yeah. he's well he's, he's he, well uh, uh, just Khan started off as a music video director. Uh, so and I, I believe I, it. it. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's um, great too because they fucking represented the movie. I yeah. Remember. He, he takes a lot of shots at himself actually. Like you know, like he, uh, his his first son was Torque, and the and a lot of people didn't like that movie. Although I I enjoyed the shit out of it. But oh, like, okay, so that was an actual movie they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, he, and he, like they, he throws a jab at himself. And like his yeah, and like that. his credit in the movie is his name barked into into a urinal. So like you know he, he punches he punches jabs at himself. So yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, it, I think the way you're describing the guy and from seeing this movie, I'm pretty sure like he had the best of intentions. 
um, which yeah. is you know more than one can say for a lot of other people who are making movies that are bigger and making more money than this fucking movie would ever say. Um, and I, 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 you mentioned, um, I think Vlad, I'm sorry, did I cut you off or are you done? I would think I was in the middle of something, but I forgot at this point. So keep going. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, but no, you mentioned comic books. Um, I'm a big fan of, um, sort of coming of age high school comic books. Actually, wait, and... I remembered. Now can I finish? Quick. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. God damn it. I brought up comic books. Um, so it reminded me of that. So the visuals were cool and I liked them, but it almost reminded me of Walter Mitty in that I, I liked Walter Mitty's, uh, visual style to a point at the beginning, it was all very cool. Like, Oh wow, that's a cool shot, whatever. But as it dragged on it, I started to just be like, wow, this is a Viagra commercial. This is like, you know, just (laughs) like an artsy type drug commercial basically. And this um, it was, you know, at the beginning, it, I was really, I thought it was really cool, especially that opening credit scene. I was like, oh, okay, this is really creative. It's really interesting. Um, but by the time I got to like, you know, an hour in, I was like, Jesus, fuck, this is just like the most scattershot ADD. Like it was too much. It was, it was almost distracting, which at the same time, it's like if that visual style wasn't there and they did the same thing, it would be like, I don't think there would be anything there. Because as far as substance goes, it is just, you know, that, hey, hey, we're poking this trope. Um, I don't know. Keep going, Z. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like I was saying, I'm a big fan of coming of age comic books. Um fucking Blue Monday, uh, which nobody here knows I'm talking about, but Blue Monday is a coming-of-age comic book, and it's amazing. And this movie kind of reminded me of that a bit, particularly the main character and the way she reacts to situations and the visual style. Um, It all felt very snappy. Um, Her character is very kind of like very typical. Her arc is very typical, but I think it is done in a very charming way, which is something that coming of age comic books do. Like that's what that's what you read it for. It's like, oh, like, you know, the arc already, you know, where it's going to go, but you want it to be like kind of charming and entertaining. And it does that decently, Um, which is something I can't say for Scott Pilgrim, coincidentally, because that's a fucking adaptation of a comic book. Yeah, Um, but. Scott Pilgrim never felt like a comic book movie to me. This movie kind of does, but it's a genre that has never really been done in film and seen as a comic book adaptation. So I thought that was weird, and I kind of enjoyed it. I, I get the idea that that director and probably also the writer um, is also familiar with that kind of media because I saw a lot of that interspersed in there, yeah. which was cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, it was written by Joseph Kahn and uh, some film critic. I forget his name. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I'm slightly familiar with Joseph Kahn just because I and I've mentioned this before. Um, he was interviewed for one of the Blade Runner documentaries, and so he talked about you know Blade Runner for a while and how it influenced him. Um, and and that was interesting. I I, I almost kind of thought of, I almost had that in the back of my mind while I was watching it, and I could see it. Because, you know, the movie isn't anything like Blade Runner. But I could almost see specific little moments where I'd be like, okay, I can kind of see, like, yeah, this person really likes Blade Runner. And he's doing this high school movie and he's trying to work in some of that style. And I thought that that was kind of cool. I mean, he seemed smart from the interviews that I saw. So 
Yeah, there's a um, there's an episode of the uh, Slash Filmcast After Dark where he talks about this specific movie, um, and he talks a bit more about like cinematic influences and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, as far as I mean, on a like a performance basis, I you know I don't think anyone particularly stood out. I think you know the the lead the lead girl. I don't know her name. Um, I forget her name, but her but her character's name is Riley Jones. Um, I think her name is like yeah. Anyway, whatever. Either way, Riley Jones, that character, main girl, she was pretty good, but at the same time, it just, it felt like I've seen this before um, in a lot of ways. But, you know, she was charming, and she, you know, she did what she did pretty well. For the most part, everyone else, though, I like, oh, I did really like one guy. Oh, he was really good. What's Um, his name? Uh, (laughs) I have no idea what his name is. He was only there for, like, five seconds. I just liked the the black like coach that was like yes football. He reminded me it it was very much so like something Terry Crews would play, but this guy was also good. He has like the goatee. I think he's the like football coach. Yeah, I, I yeah. Can't find, I can't find his name in the cast, but that guy's great. They're like outside of the the school, and he's like yes, got to do the sports, and it was good. <laughs> yeah. He he was good. I liked that guy. They should have had him be the lead. He could have been a, a hot heroine and then hung out with uh, Josh Hutcherson. Um, I, so I, I'll say this. Um, I like the entire cast. I thought everyone like did their part very well. Um, when, I saw, when people like, look up the movie, the first thing he says is, oh, Dan Cook. And I thought Dan Cook was actually pretty decent in the, in the role. Like, I think he like didn't bring his his persona that people hate to the movie. I thought he did, did the trip. I, He did I at the end. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, I didn't care about his performance at all, but I did think it was interesting how little he was in the movie. Well, yeah, he's just the principal, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, because um, this was, what, 2001, right? This movie, or, I mean, not 2001, sorry. Um, huh? 2011. 2011, yeah, fucking. Yeah, this is uh, the 2001 of high school films. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm... In the year 2011, I'm surprised that Dane Cook would be in a movie, would give his time to a movie where he is not, like, main man, like, like big guy on campus kind of thing. To be big fair, like, to, to be fair um, at that point, he was not, like, like even, like, his fan base didn't care about him anymore, you know, like, the, like, the last time he was relevant at the time was, like, 2008, so, you know, he was, like, in a slump. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He was all right. I, he didn't stick out to me at all. It was like, it was, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, Dane Cook can slightly act. Like, it was, because it wasn't like there was anything to the character. Yeah. It was just, I'm, I'm just picturing Joseph Kahn having him by the shoulders and just, you know, kind of pumping him up and being like, okay, Dane. So in this scene, just don't yell, please. Just, just, don't <laughs> yell. just, just cool it, you know, and just speak like a human being and you'll be good. And Dane's like... Okay, I can do that. I think I, think I can do it. Oh. Ooh. And he's all sweaty. They had to bring in a, a hot towel and wipe him down. Periodically. Okay, in this scene, you're gonna need to whisper for like a line. Like I don't think I can do that. You can. Did fart. you say this like pumped him full of tranquilizer? That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he just didn't stick out to me. It was like very, very basic. If that no, character was played, either, which was what is surprising. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I thought. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, 
really weird to talk about and criticize because it is just a weird movie. Like, you can have a different opinion about every 10 minutes of this movie because it's that scatterbrained. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also the fact that I finished it, like, an hour ago. But, yeah. yeah. So, like... It's funny, like I love, like so, like the the same reason why you guys don't like it, the scatterbrainness, is what I love about it. I kind of love that sort of like, it's it. Um, I'm not gonna say random because I fucking hate when people describe things as random like that. But I, hashtag random. Yeah, a random humor. Um, I I just like the fact that like, you know, it 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 feels just sort of like unrestricted. Like, I, I can't find the word for it, but it feels like... Just say it, lol's random. Hyperkinetic is, is, is a great word for it. <laughs> X, 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 <laughs> XD. Yeah. Fucking... Anyway. That was, good, that was a good, intelligent way to say random. Good job. Yeah, because I was, I was trying not to use that fucking word because I fucking hate it so much. So basically what you're saying is detention... Detention says a lot about the human condition. Sure. Um, I do have one question. Um, so uh, I was wanting to – like uh, Z were tweeting a little bit. What did you guys think of the use of the music in the film? Oh, yeah. That was one thing. They used good music. Yeah. Uh, but what's oh, yeah. They used that kill song. That was good. Yeah, You Are a Fever. That was great. Uh, well, oh, I love that song. They also used a good metric song in there. Also, they had like metric drawn on a locker. Nobody does that. Yeah. But uh, – but yeah, they use like a good metric song. Um, they use uh, shit, not Lady Tron, but who the fuck was that at the beginning? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm gonna look through my iPod and find out. Go say some you words. Know, the, uh, the interesting thing is, when I was watching it, I was just thinking this would have been a really good short film. Like if this was 30 minutes oh. long, I would have been like, yeah, okay, this is legit at 30 minutes. But by the time I reached the halfway mark, I was like, fuck. I, I, I checked, like, the time, and I was like, I have another half to go. Oh. It was, it just, the joke wore thin. At 30 minutes, I think they could have, you know, trimmed it up and made a really good short film. But um, So I will say I this. Um, when I first watched it, I, I thought that the movie was near, to, near its end at the halfway mark, too. But, like, on, like, a rewatch, I found myself, like, really getting into the uh, – like the <gasps> the pace of the film, it's dragging it. Oh, they're fucking dead. Yeah. Um. Okay, I have a question because this is something that I thought about. Um. Actually, just before the podcast started, while I was thinking about things I wanted to ask. Do you think that this could have been an interesting mini series rather than a movie? Maybe. Like. Uh. Actually, yeah. I, I would actually kind of like to see like a week in the, like, like, like a week in the high school, just like, you know, from perspective of different characters, each episode or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking because we talk about how scatterbrained the movie is and that's completely true. And I think some of that might have to do because it is just a whole thing that you have to take in at once and it might play more to the point of the director as well as actually telling the story. If it was like done in like a serialized format and like every week was like a different, like, Oh, trope or cliche or, or, you know, typical thing that happens in X movie or something like that, where it was a bit more contained each time you experience the story. That might be a little better yeah. and also serve the purpose a little better. I agree. I, I that would have that would have been interesting, like a 10 episode miniseries. Each episode is focused on, you know, like a different character. And I just realized I need to give it some credit. There was another character I liked. 
It was there. There's just a there's just a very nondescript black man. Oh he's yeah, good. he's he's one of oh yeah, he's too. He's like he's there's, yeah. There's a scene where they where like they finally like really divert their attention to him, and he's like like, who the fuck are you? Like I'm 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 whatever his name. He's like, you're boring. He's like yeah, I know. <laughs> I really well, that. the only reason he was good because he wouldn't have been good in like most other movies. He was good just because he like stood out from the other characters just because he was not, he was normal. Like, everyone else was playing it up, and he was just, hi, I'm Shane, or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was good. I mean, I don't know. Trevor, do you have any other specific things you wanted to talk about from So, um, uh, this was, I wanted to bring it back to the music thing, because I thought that, that they actually used, uh, like, sort of, like, I, like, there was a great bit where, they, where like, they chronicle the history of, like, high schoolism or whatever through music where like they like they try oh okay yeah that was my fucking favorite scene of the movie yeah so what it is is that um there's a character his name is uh elliot and this is not a spoiler um but he's basically like what there's a character named elliot no, no, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he's essentially like he's, he's essentially like the the sort of like donnie darko equivalent in this where like uh he like transcends time or whatever and what there's a there's a montage where, like, they talk about how, like, he's been in detention for, like, 19 years straight. And they do this montage where they travel back to 1992 by following music trends all the way back. So, like, 2008 is, like, all about, like, you know, like, high school, like, you know, Hollywood and just like that. And, you know, 2003 is all about, like, hipster music, hipster indie music. And, like, 1998 is all bowling about... Bowling for Soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all about Bowling for Soup. Yeah. And, you know, Backstreet Boys and all the way back to, like, you know, fucking grunge. And I thought that was great. And also the way that they that they directed it with like the, the the rotating of the of the camera around the the detention circle that was awesome I love that yeah um I, something that kind of stuck out to me as just I don't know weird I didn't really get the bear uh I mean <laughs> I don't know I don't know what to I, say I, about I, it I kind of so the for the for the listeners uh, so. One of the central plot plot devices of the film is a uh, is a magnetic bear, who um he's also like he's like a, like a bear from like an alien planet who's magnetic. He gets abducted by aliens and brought to the school, and they use the bear as a time machine. And it sounds like the dumbest thing ever, and it is. But I kind of uh, applaud the surrealism of it, so I, I dug it. But the bear is is very dumb. I I will agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like now. For the listeners, I do want to say, despite them being completely negative or whatever, I would say give it completely a try. negative. We both gave it sixes. That's I, like I was joking. Uh, I would say give it a try, though. You know, it's, you can get it on Amazon for like five bucks. Oh god, it was on DVD, so that's why you know. Um, yeah, I would say give it a try. It, it's it's maybe you'll find some some ten minute stretch of film in there that you enjoy. You know, what? has this I, ever I been was... on Netflix? Uh, according to Wikipedia, it has, but it's not on there anymore. You can get it, like you know through their DVD thing, but who the fuck uses that? Um, I yeah, I will agree with Valti. Like any ten minutes that you can find in this movie that you like, you'll probably really like. Like we mentioned, um, I really fucking like that little montage when it goes back in time. I thought that was really fucking well done. Uh, um, I liked the title cards which is kind of a weird thing to say but i'm a big fan of smash cuts um and they keep doing it over and over and i don't get tired of smash cuts which is not good because that's something i need to not do ever because i would suck at it (laughs) but i fucking love smash cuts um 
and and those are probably those are probably like my big two things. I fucking love smash cuts, and I liked that montage, um, and I liked the main character. Like again, I I she was predictable but charming, yeah, which worked for me. Shami Cat um, was her name, and I thought she was like she did that role like very well. And you know, she's also my Twitter picture, so there you go. Yeah, you know who should have been in this movie? What? You know who should have been in this movie? Yeah, who was? Dane DeHaan. Oh, that would have been good. No, that would have been terrible. That would have been great. Um, they should have got the girl from Food Boy. Oh, the one, God. And she's in the upcoming Dear White People. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's seriously? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. She's <laughs> in Dear White People. It's going to be good. Yeah. She's going to shoot food. Um, so, yeah, if I were to give my sort of like, like, like recommendation for it, I would just say like, I really appreciated the, the premise of it. You know, like – if you it, whether or not it worked, that's up to you. But I do think it's it, it is a clever ass premise. So you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I would if it was on Netflix, I would totally say, hey, just start it, check it out. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. There isn't something exactly like it. It's kind of like a sushi roll of a lot of things. There's like, oh, a dash of Scott Pilgrim. Oh, a dash of Cabin in the Woods. Oh, a dash of you know, like all these John. A Hughes dash movies. of the Fly. Oh yeah, that part was terrible. Ugh. I loved it. <laughs> oh, that yeah, was, I thought it was th- bad too. There were parts. Okay, I I didn't even bring this up, and because you just reminded me, there were parts where I could, you know, obviously tell what they were going for. They were referencing certain things, or they were just doing certain jokes. So, for example, I mean, this I don't know who would be upset by this spoiler because it's not a spoiler really. They do the joke that you see all the time where it's like someone gets stuck to something and they're trying to pull themselves off and, oh, it looks like sex. It's the worst. I hate that. There are a bunch of little jokes like that where every time I was just like, oh, that one is not good. Yeah, I'll agree. That wasn't, that wasn't a great gag. But, uh, I mean, overall, it's it's interesting. It's probably worth checking out. It's not like anything else exactly so i don't know and and at the very least the editing is cool and um it's shot well i think if you're trying to do anything that's kind of you know not exactly a high wire act you're you know maybe you're just making some random movie or whatever and you just kind of want to learn some neat little tricks this i mean it's relatively low budget i mean he he got it funded himself um I would say check it out. It's I mean, going to be like, interesting like, in that regard. It, like the, probably the most expensive part of it all was like the music because you know there isn't like too much going on. There's some visual effects, but you know that's probably like the biggest e- eating into the budget was the was the music. But you know the music is is key to the movie, I think. So well, that and the fact that Dane Cook demanded sandwiches made of hundred dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, chime in with my little last thing and say that Vlad fucking stole my thing um, <laughs> my, I would recommend it to anybody who's trying to make movies um, because it is very cheap it's very obviously cheap and they did a lot with what they had you can kind of tell um, A that they actually had some talent behind the cameras with the editing with the way things are shot uh, um, with some of the little details like that montage scene and things like that where you know a lot of thought had to be put into that in order for them to get it to work um, and I you know if you also like if you have like an hour and a half to kill and you just kind of like you want something very light and fluffy and 
just you can just sort of watch it and just be like, oh, okay, you know, I don't, I didn't regret my time with that, and then just like you know, forget about it. Like that's uh, like which sometimes you do want that experience. Um, check it out. If and I agree with Vlad as well. If it was on Netflix, it'd be much easier to recommend because you could just go right into it without having to pirate a pirate. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, could yeah. be eating a delicious Chipotle bowl and say, hey, I'm going to start 10 minutes of this movie. And yeah, I, I do I do kind of wish it was on Netflix as well. Uh, this, I mean, not. this is like the perfect movie for Netflix. People would, you know, because I don't think many people saw it. It'd be great yeah. for people to discover it through it. By the way, I do want to mention one thing. I did like how the, the Asian character's name was Toshiba. That's good. Yeah, there were some great gags about that. There's, um, there's one bit where, where like Dan Cooks is like, uh, "Hey Tachi," like, "Uh, Toshiba," he's like, "Whatever." Yeah, uh, Trevor. Did, wait, I forget. Did you say your final bit? Yeah, on? I, I said you know, like you know, if, if just give it a shot. Is what I'm saying. You know, also like maybe you're like you know you're like in the same mind frame that I'm in, and you'll love everything about it. Or maybe you'll find like you know a, a solid ten to twenty minutes in it that you think is great. So. I think yeah. it would be really difficult, and I think this is the best thing we can all collectively say about it. It would probably be really difficult not to find something you like about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it casts that wide of a net, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. So that is detention. <laughs> detention is over, guys. <laughs> now. So since you know, since detention is over, I guess we can finally talk about what we're gonna watch next week. I mean, I know you you've all been waiting for it. It's really crazy, but yes, we are watching the recess movie. I know. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. We're not uh, watching the recess. I know not. Uh, Z, what is your pick for next? Yeah, week? what are we watching next week? Is it gonna be the recess movie? <laughs> Fucking. Uh, no, I would do the recess movie, but I have something that I actually wanna discuss a little bit more than a recess movie it is uh medicine for melancholy uh you need to say that it's again because you like Medi- out medicine for melancholy okay thank you yes it's medicine it's... keep on He's doing the talking here buster right. fucking uh no medicine for melancholy it is a um a little romance movie uh directed by barry jenkins it stars uh wyatt Sinek of the Daily Show fame, as well as Tracy Higgins. Um, it's it, the, one of the reasons I really want to talk about it is because it's an interesting look at both romance and um, independent artistry in the context of the black community. And they talk about it a lot in that movie. And, uh, and I think it would be good for discussion. And I think that's something we can all bring to the table because that's Where? something I care a lot about. Where is it available? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. That's yes, good. please, please watch it, um, because movies like this need to be fucking watched and made. If you give a shit about dear white people, you should probably also watch Medicine for Melancholy. And also, if you give a shit about something like Drinking Buddies or Francis Ha, I think this is going to be something that you would also like. It's probably up there with uh, Drinking Buddies. Yeah. So that's this yeah. is a Vlad. This this is an epic movie. Yeah, yeah I Happy and I watched this movie. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It's fucking great. Yeah. So, again, like I said last week, review us on iTunes. People should do that. That would be awesome. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at OnPodcast. You should retweet us when we link the show, because that would be a nice thing to do. Give us suggestions. What movies would you like to see us talk about? You yeah. know, it'd be... It doesn't have to be something one of us has seen. It could be something we've all seen. It could be something none of us have seen. It could be whatever. So 
suggest something. If there's just, you know, I don't think anyone's giving suggestions. So if you stick one out there, it's a good chance they would get picked. Well, Laura, um, he was supposed to, but he didn't fucking do it. Yeah, whatever. I don't even know who you're talking about. He um, He's the number one no, super fan. Never heard about him. Oh, uh, um, we're, we're, we're also if you suggest him. us a movie, then you might we might uh, date one of you for one night. Yeah, I'll give you like half a kiss, <laughs> just one lip. <laughs> I'll like, just like, droop one lip on your forehead and like, drool a little bit. It's like you're like you're using one lip to kiss them, or like they're like, they're like sucking on your lip, your one lip, or what? I just said I would be drooping one lip on their forehead and drooling. <laughs> okay, what, what if they want to kiss you back? Not allowed. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> hashtag, hashtag not all men. <laughs> I don't know what that I don't know what that means in this context, but it's clever. Hey guys, what? It means nothing. Oh. Does anybody have anything else to say? So before we let this fine person finally live their life free of our disgusting voices, just just plugs and shit. I have literally nothing to plug. Oh yeah, you should ask us questions on Twitter because you would get a longer show and you could also get a question asked. Yeah. You could ask a hit question such as. Hey, Zilliac, what do you think of the hit film uh, The Iron Giant? Or, oh, hey, so hey, no, 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 you don't answer that. They have to ask. <laughs> they have to ask you. Or, shh, shh, let me keep talking. I, I need to hear the sound of my own voice. Nin- or you could ask a hit question like, hey, Trevor, ha- uh, or Volte Squirrel, whichever one you prefer. I mean, you know, there is no proper nomenclature. Hey, Lebowski reference. You could ask him, hi, what do you think of uh, Baby Geniuses 2? And, you know, well, I can answer that. It's fucking excellent. Check it out. Uh, yeah. This this has been a podcast. Okay. Uh, so, follow us on Twitter. You probably already do, but fuck it, I'm saying it anyway. At Zilliac, X-Z-Y-L-I-A-C. At Vlad Zhao, you know how to spell that. And at Volty Squirrel, you know how to spell that. Also... You probably don't care, but read my shit at battlescreen.net, because I write there. Fuck yeah. That's it. It's on our podcast? Medicine for melancholy. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, this movie is so good.